0: The Next to Nothing podcast is brought to you in part by our partnership with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is your one-stop shop for everything geek. Find discounted books, new and old games, and a variety of software. A portion of all purchases from Humble Bundle go to supporting a charity of your choice, like the American Red Cross, St. Jude's, Save the Children, and more. With $145 million raised so far, Humble Bundle is a great place to buy your games and help save the world. Use our affiliate link in the description of this podcast, and a portion of your purchase will not only go to a charity, but also help support the show. Visit HumbleBundle.com for more details. to nothing a show where we talk about how to waste your time and not your money and gaming i am one of your hosts danny k with me as always the man of my life <laughs> renditions how you doing Ren? i don't know how to respond to some of that but hi i'm <laughs> Ren. i hope you guys are incredible
1: <laughs> oh man
0: <clears throat> um <laughs> not the pillar of salt we saw you last week as
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Oh, i'm relatively good
1: i'm relatively good it's it's been a mix but <laughs> powers that's a plus
0: <laughs> oh man yes um and with us this week our guest mr uh z hegan um how do you want us to go how, how do you want us to res- uh refer to you? Us? you can just Uh, you can just
2: call me Z is is fine. Yep. Yes. Keep it short, sweet to the point. Um, but, uh, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm super happy to be here.
0: Yes. We're excited to have you here. Um, for the folks who don't know what you do or haven't heard what you do yet, uh, why don't you go on ahead and, uh, tell them, uh, what you do and where they can find it also. Oh, sure. Not a problem. Um, so
2: for those of you, um, for the, those of you who are fellow uh, Fallout fanatics like myself, um, will esp- I think will especially uh, dig this. So I actually run a, a podcast of my own. Uh, it's purely audio based, um, and uh, we c- it's called uh, Wasteland Active Radio. Um, I have it's uh, I have a teammate uh, who named. Um, Jay, uh, and he and I put the show together. Um, it's like a radio-style, uh, like a radio-drama-style podcast. Uh, that's It's kind of like an audio fan fiction of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and Basically, it's like the world of Fallout, but set in the Midwest um, instead of like the East Coast or the West Coast uh, that you see in most of the games. Um, Mm -hmm. Most of the like the canon games, anyway, I should say, because there's a couple of them that are closer. But um, and basically, there's it stars uh, a ghoul uh, named Crispy and he uh, gets sent out to the Midwest in order to quote-unquote scout uh for like signs of life and stuff and ends up getting stranded and finds an old radio station and sets it up and um ends up working with mercenaries to build out a community and it's just the story of this community being set up and um he makes a bunch of different friends uh and um you know, there's like there's jokes, there's action, um, and uh, there's just all sorts of all sorts of wacky stuff that happens. Um, we try to make it as funny as we can, but there's also plenty of drama in there as well. That sounds
1: awesome, dude.
0: Yeah. Um. <clears throat> one way I might uh, might also kind of like add to describe it to further entice people, it's almost as if uh, somebody took. Um, welcome to Nightvale and decided to put it in the fallout universe. Um, and if I can just kind of gush and smoke some blow some uh, smoke up your ass real quick, um, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic sound design that you guys put together. Well, um, well, thank you very um, much. Your uh, the voice actor um, who I believe is your roommate, right? Um, who does which uh, one? who does Crispy?
2: Crispy is actually he's not my roommate. My roommate is part of the show. Yeah. Um, but uh he um, but um Jay is actually just a good buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. Um and we used to work together and we had this idea years ago. We actually tried this this idea, not to veer off. Um we tried this idea once before back in like i think it was like 2015 or something like that Mm -hmm. but we had no idea what the hell we were doing um we we got like three episodes in Mm -hmm. and um but we tried it like a more like a radio radio show so like we actually like i bought you know i bought music and we did all sorts of things and the number one thing that people say is like you're playing way too much music. Like it's, it's bogging everything down. So we just were like, okay, nope, screw it. We're done. Like we just didn't get together for a while. And then we brought Mm -hmm. it back and we're like, okay, we need a better plan. And, um, and then we, and, but yeah, he, does my, my friend Jay, he does the voice of crispy. Um, my roommate, um, my roommate ben he actually does the voice of jonathan um he's a character that comes in later um in the in the in season one um and um but but yeah uh he, that it, that's that's crispy is all all jay he he writes everything and i just let him run because he does it so well yeah at least in my opinion um and you guys are in between seasons right now right that is correct yes we just finished our first season um back like a month ago now um and it's a 13 episode season it's all on uh, spotify um it's on spotify um apple podcasts google Podcasts. It, it's it, if it's got the name podcast in the title of the website <laughs> it's probably there um but um like we even got we ever have everything on SoundCloud too, but um, you know just wherever. But we are we are working on uh, the second season, which we've got some really fun. I'm I'm super excited for season two to launch. We've got some really fun ideas in the works, um, and um, and but uh, we are planning to start launching episodes. In, um, in February of, uh, 2020.
0: So awesome. So guys get binged on that right now. Um, you and I, we've had like some like little, like we've had acquaintances and mutual friends and stuff like that. And we've mm-hmm. officially met, um, about a month ago, maybe a little bit over a month ago. And I think so, yeah, it was after uh, we met. Cause we, uh, I was a part of organizing a meetup for East Iowa content creators, um mm-hmm. it was after i left that i listened to the first uh, two or three episodes and i'm like okay yeah this is great <laughs> this is really <laughs> good so really i do highly recommend this podcast uh for folks um anything else you want to plug here at the top of the show um yeah i guess since um you know the the podcast is my
2: biggest thing but um i'm i, I am also uh a musician. Um, I've got a, a band. We just we released um, our debut album this year. It's been a couple months, but it's still semi fresh as far as CDs go. Um, but we're called the Zachary Daniels Band. Z a c h uh, a r y, and then Daniel, like the guy's name, but with an S. Um, and uh, but yeah, we released our album, uh, and we're actually going to be working on a new uh, EP here soon. Um, and you can find you can find us on spotify and everything as well um you know it's and we got we got stuff all over the place it's like uh we write like alternative rock like pop rock style stuff so um it's it's fun at least i think it's fun and i i I care about y'all's opinion more than than my own
0: awesome so go check out all of z's stuff his uh his podcast and his band and all that other stuff um are you guys ready to get into some uh topics here sure yeah absolutely so the first thing that we're going to talk about this week is i played um a bit of the call of duty mobile game Mm. um Mm -hmm. And so, there we go. I uh, freaked out a little bit there and also, ran your screen is not quite right. <laughs> you are, Don't worry, I'll just be like this. You're just going to keep it that yeah, way yeah, yeah. Uh, for the memes. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I played Call of Duty Mobile. I, I Just for the record, I have an iPhone X. Um, so people know what I'm playing on, what kind of hardware I'm dealing with here. Um, mm-hmm. So this is one of the first... Uh, let me explain this by... One of the first uh, FPSs that I played on mobile was when I got an iPod Touch in high school. And that was the Battlefield mm-hmm. Bad Company mobile game. Mm-hmm. And at the time, that game was probably the closest we had seen to anything COD up until this point on mobile devices. Mm-hmm. Um, that game, like in terms of like the speed and how the guns felt, was the closest that you'd get to a COD game. Um, the difference between that and this is um this game has like an auto fire function uh that is on by default um so i mean the movement is you know you have a virtual analog stick on the left side you look up and down uh on the right Mm -hmm. side with another virtual analog stick um Mm -hmm. there on that side on the right side you uh you know touch your buttons for like uh, reloading and like aiming down sights and stuff like that so in the simple mode You don't have a fire button. You line up your crosshair to the target, and if you're in range, it's going to fire. Mm. Yeah, um, That is the simple mode. Uh, So you don't have to try to aim and fire at the same time with just one thumb. Interesting. Um, That was one of the biggest downfalls of any FPS on mobile, Uh, probably unless they had this system, is because trying to aim Mm -hmm. and fire at the same time was ridiculous. ridiculously challenging. Um, <clears throat> basi- uh, so, and basically, like automatic weapons were kind of just useless in the battlefield mobile game that I played as a kid. Um, shotguns, snipers, and pistols were by far the best choices because you <laughs> you just kind of you know try to line up your shit and then try to get the hit that was more damage than trying to sustain fire and mm-hmm. aim at the same mm-hmm. time so i the simple mode in this i think is actually probably one of the best features they could have added um the advanced mode is where you do have a fire button um where the fire button is right next to the reload and the ads button and so you're you're making those adjustments and firing on your own will um the game does support controller and mouse and keyboard um It supports controller on Android devices Android devices actually support controllers Apple devices don't Mm -hmm. And then there is a Tencent Emulator, an official Tencent emulator Which Tencent had very heavy hands In the production of this game Mm -hmm. Um, This is more of like A Tencent developed game with a sign off of Activision um, Right Is my understanding of it Um, So the emulator allows you to use uh, Keyboard and mouse Um, Mm -hmm. Let's see here I kind of lost my notes where they at. Um, So the gameplay, it feels like a COD game. Um, Mm -hmm. Like it's twitchy and fast and snappy, like you would expect out Mm -hmm. of a COD game. Um, It also helps that the maps are familiar. They're old COD maps from COD 4, Black Ops and Black Ops 2. Uh, Some of the maps are like Nuketown, Kill House, Crash and Standoff. Um, okay. They're pared down a little bit for scale, I think, um, because they definitely don't seem as large, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is perfectly fine. Um, in terms of like the guns in combat, the uh, in terms of like the the guns in combat and stuff like that, SMGs and ARs in this game, just like in any other COD COD game, are kings. Um, is mm-hmm. because COD is just a game about getting fire downrange faster and better than the other guy. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. And then if you're if you're playing snipers, you're just showing off how big dick how big your dick is. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, realistically, it's just like CS. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can see that. But uh, and I will say, snipers do have an extra little tweak to them. Um, if you're aiming down sight with a sniper, as soon as you release from aim down sight, you fire so you zoom in and zoom out pop on that zoom out so that makes like the pop shots and the quick scopes um Mm -hmm.
1: exist exist yeah
0: in the first place because otherwise (laughs) yeah trying to line up the shot and then trying to narrow down that cone of fire and -hmm. then pull back out or you know try to narrow down that quick and then trying to aim you know shoot it would be impossible to do it'd be near impossible to do um uh, there's also some other weapons in the game, uh, the Purifier, which is a flamethrower, the War Machine, which I think is that like the automatic grenade launcher. <laughs> I think that's, what the, or is that the, or is that the uh, minigun? I don't remember which it is. is. I'm Not sure. That was a Black Ops two thing that I barely remember. Um, I stopped playing with Black Ops two. Uh, Black Ops two was the last COD game that I really played. Um, mm-hmm. Modern Warfare two and three were my two COD game, the two COD games that I played the most of. Um,
2: I played the shit out of Modern Warfare 2 when it originally came out that yeah, was... yeah.
0: Um, so in just like in any other COD game weapon leveling works the same um, the more you use a weapon the more you level it up and the uh, more attachments you can put on it um, and I will talk about uh, some of that later because there's a microtransaction available to purchase where it's like you get a XP boost to certain mm-hmm. weapons that i'm kind of like on the fence of if is this pay to win i'm not quite sure uh how i feel about that um mm-hmm. does the leveling system on weapons give attachments yes and such mm-hmm. yeah okay so the more yeah the more levels you have on a weapon the more attachments that that gun can uh the more attachments you have available to it and the more attachments you can put on it right
1: um, yeah
0: okay there there's kill streaks in this game they're the same as other cod games uav predator missile. Um, you yep. know care package, I think there's a helicopter in there as well. Um, nice. There is also a tactical nuke, but one thing I've seen it just like in my research uh, is the games are too short for you really to utilize a tactical nuke. Um, because the games are like because to get a tactical nuke, it's like 20 kills, 20 like 20 kill streak. Mm-hmm. By the time that you get a 20 kill streak, the game is basically over. Mm-hmm. uh point wise um or even time wise um the games are pretty fast um i think i get through most games uh, two three minutes maybe like they're not mm-hmm. very long at all um okay so do you have to is it like determined by like a a point level like
2: kind of i mean this isn't like i'm just throwing throwing a number out but kind of like a first of 21 kind of thing
0: or yeah i think it's like first to 40 for okay yeah, I think so. At least that's what one game mode is. There's uh, the COD game, the the game modes that are here: TDM, free for all, domination, hardpoint, front line. Um, my preferred right now are just TDM and front line. Um, mm-hmm. They're easy to get into and out of, and like I was mm-hmm. just kind of thinking about it. I'm like, this game is definitely a lunch break game for me. This isn't yeah. quite a toilet game. It's a lunch break game. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> Definite difference.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, like, and to me, I'm just like, I, I don't know if I want to. I think Search and Destroy might be in here too, but I was trying to think, I'm like, why would I want to try to play Search and Destroy
1: on a phone? <laughs> I, I was going to jokingly yeah. say, wow, there's no hardcore Search and Destroy. <laughs> what about all those hardcore gamers out
0: there? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, I'm, like, I'm perfectly fine with the game modes um because yeah i'm like if i'm trying to if i want to play something tactical and competitive i don't want to do it on a phone that's just yeah, me right personally yeah um
2: just, just, just sitting there screaming at people while looking at your phone
0: yeah <laughs> um especially because i my my model or my um hardware doesn't support a controller so it's like why mm-hmm. um why would i even try to be competitive if i Relying on the simple mode to fire. Um, The game does have a battle royale, uh, which functions (laughs) like the Black Ops 4 battle royale. I think it's even the same map. You drop in, try to get weapons, stay in the circle, kill other players while trying to avoid being killed by other players and zombies. Zombies are here. uh, Mm -hmm. And it looks like on the UI that um, a zombie mode is coming. I don't know okay. in what capacity the zombie mode is going to be, because if you play the later Black Ops zombie modes, mm-hmm. they're very long, like campaigns and multiple maps, and, like, yeah. multiple locations in a single game. No. Um, if it's just like the original World at War zombies mode, I would be perfectly fine with that. Um, mm-hmm. Just yeah, just take us in on that classic map. And yeah. make it survive. In fact, they even tried to do that at one. They even tried to do that at one point with a mobile game, but it was pretty jank, if I remember. Uh mm-hmm.
2: Like, like,
0: uh, the COD developers mm-hmm. tried to.
2: Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear anything about that one, so that's interesting. At least I don't think I did.
0: It. it was not very popular. Probably threw under the radar
1: because it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's... guess that and... would make sense if it's if it's you
2: know if it's the consensus is that it's not very good. Why would you? put money into advertising for it
0: like yeah well right. this was also early mobile days oh mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah like this was when i was in high school uh, about the same time that i played the battlefield game <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah it looks like they're gonna be bringing uh the zombies into it and like i said hopefully it's just the, the regular zombies map from world at war yeah um nice.
1: yeah i think it's pretty important to keep it relatively simple especially yeah. for mobile like if, especially if they're keeping like everything else pretty simple like mm-hmm. it seemed like and you even said that they would probably shrink the maps It definitely looked like they did yeah. like it looked like they uh just kind of went for like a third of a map or a third to a quarter of a map yeah and just kind of left it at that so yeah i could definitely see something like just just a warehouse in a sense Mm -hmm. and then just small expansions from that but nothing like grand scale like the uh the later like cod games yeah when it comes to zombies for sure
0: yeah you know definitely like in terms of like the regular uh player maps the you know tdm Mm -hmm. maps and stuff like that um i'm really hoping they bring terminal (laughs) i'd really like Mm -hmm. terminal (laughs) that was one of my favorites um so yeah that's uh like that's the gameplay wise Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. microtransactions so nothing so far is like behind like a paid dlc map pack that you would usually expect out of a cod game everything seems to be cosmetic um there's two Mm -hmm. different kinds of currencies one that you can use to buy the other one that you buy with real money so it's essentially just real money yeah um And I think with the premium currency, you can buy things just like skins and stuff outright and emotes and uh, whatever else mm-hmm. um, you do. You do get like a loot box every so often, but you don't have to pay to open it up. It's just a reward for like leveling up or doing well or uh, whatever else. Um, mm-hmm. Really, it's what you would expect out of COD Mobile. I, I, there's so much of this game. that's like, It's what you would expect. Yeah, uh, I, I use that phrase a lot in my notes. I'm like, this is exactly what I expected. When mm-hmm. you know, in terms of gameplay, in terms of microtransactions, there's not to me, there's not a lot of surprises here, which is good, so, yeah. So it's it sounds like they basically
2: took like the modernized, uh, like Call of Duty games that you would see like on your console or your PC or whatever and just shrunk it down so mm-hmm. it could go on a phone, like, yeah. Most, if not everything else, is the
0: same, yeah. A lot yeah. of it, um. Uh so in terms of microtransactions, there's nothing that really seems pay to win. The only thing that I I, I can almost see being pay to win is the XP is the weapon XP boost. And mm-hmm. the only reason I say that is because if you're paying to level up a weapon, you're getting better attachments quicker and whatever else. And some of the attachments mm-hmm. in old older COD games, and I'm not sure if mm-hmm. these are here, was like mm-hmm. rapid fire and FMJ. Full metal oh, mm-hmm. Right. So if you're paying to like get FMJ or, um, which increases like your damage or something like that, or if you're paying to get rapid fire quicker, you know, so you're spitting out mm-hmm. more bullets out of your SMG than yeah. the other guy, that's where I'm like, I'm kind of in like this weird, but everyone has mm-hmm. access to that. Mm hmm you know everyone can get those would be able to get those attachments on those guns no matter what so is it really pay to Mm -hmm. win or are you just really paying to speed up the process well i guess that's
1: up to interpretation though isn't it because like i personally consider that to be pay to win elements maybe Mm -hmm. maybe not outright pay to win but definitely maybe like a a diet element
0: like a diet pay to win
1: yeah so like for example a, a good example i can think of is in uh modern warfare 2 there's uh i believe it's called outgrowth and it's Mm -hmm. a huge it's a large scale open map and uh like one of the big things or at least like one of the big things that most players will try to pick is something like an acog something with long range distancing Mm -hmm. and like if you don't have that you're just going to perform inferior to other people just because it's a giant open area and if you don't have a scope and you can't see your target well sucks to suck you're gonna get shot (laughs) but uh if moments like that occur, and that might not be the situation now, obviously, but like if they do release maps and they are like, let's make them a little bit more open, a little bit more longer range, and just like having the ability to have something like FMJ and an ACOG could definitely that that could definitely pose something. Yeah, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. It, it has the potential to be pay to win, even if it's not out right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I would I would think that two like kind of uh kind of to your point uh ren um Mm -hmm. it i think a lot of it could uh what kind of separates the you know the two whether it is pay to win or whether it's not is just kind Mm -hmm. of the skill of the player who gets it because Mm -hmm. like if if you're like one of those uh person like one of those people that you play this shit all the time you snag Mm -hmm. that you're it's you're Probably gonna knock it, you know, knock it out of the park every time. But if you're like a super noob and you're like, I have some money lying around, I'll get this. Like, you, it might help you out a little bit, but you're probably yeah. unless you know how to really use that stuff, you're probably not gonna
1: knock it yeah, out exactly time. Yeah, and this is an XP boost, right? Or yeah. an XP percentage boost, rather. Yeah, and so, so
0: yeah, so I mean, those are uh, those abilities or those modifications. Only come when you level the weapon. So mm-hmm. my, right. like I said, the only thing is that you can buy weapon XP right, exactly. boosts right. that can get you yeah. objectively better things. It's not that those things are locked behind paywall. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. kind of like maybe this is like a like a diet or mm-hmm. uh, you know pay to win light. Yeah, maybe, you yeah. know if This isn't like uh, this is the the Bud Light to a Budweiser kind of situation. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm
1: i'm yeah. kind of iffy on it uh, i don't I, re- I, I
0: wouldn't i myself would not really necessarily say it's pay to win but i could see mm-hmm. maybe potentially an argument is the only thing i'm really yeah pointing out yeah I, I
1: can see that has elements and and you're definitely right like especially when it comes to like xp boosting in its own right like it definitely does it's it's dictated by the player itself yeah so like a, a new player that sucks outright Is almost not going to get any benefit out of an XP boost versus like somebody that's pretty decent can actually probably level up their weapons extremely fast in comparison to other players. So So like it it really is all up to interpretation at that point. Yeah.
0: Let me just clarify that the most of the the most of the transactions are just that, but you can buy Mm -hmm. with real money. Uh, mm-hmm. XP boost. Nothing is nothing gun or map wise or mm-hmm. actual legitimate core gameplay wise is locked behind a paywall. Um okay. there's no objectively better weapons, at least not that I saw, not that I think is mm-hmm. there. Um no mm-hmm. like objectively better weapons that are behind like a fifty dollar purchase or sure. you know mm-hmm. whatever. Um it's just that you can buy these XP boosts. And that's where I'm kind of like on this iffy. But it really, like I said, everyone Mm -hmm. has access to all the same content. You're just paying to level up your favorite weapon faster. Um, But if those attachments, if the attachments that are included in that level up system are rapid fire or FMJ, that objectively make a gun different. Even though everyone still has the access. That's where I'm kind of like in this like weird, just like a thing to think of. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah exactly i'm not the, the reason why i'm going so like a hard on it is because but most people already know my opinions of activision but i think they're super money grubby and you mentioned that like this was uh, developed mostly by tencent which makes a lot more sense about why mm-hmm. they're a lot more quote-unquote sensible mm-hmm. is because while tencent does make a lot of games and like there's no dispute or argument about that they make some mm-hmm. of the biggest games out there but uh they tend to be fairly relaxed with their like monetization for the most part it's just the matter of where it goes from here now that activision mm-hmm. really has like a big like play into yeah. it that yeah. that's what i'm thinking yeah but uh but yeah
0: um so like i said a little bit earlier uh before the game is available on ios and android it can be played on pc through the use of tensens um tensens official emulator Uh, Mm -hmm. it does support controller on Android if you have an Android controller that you like to use Um, Mm -hmm. iOS apparently has no uh, controller support in general so you're kind of screwed if you're an Apple like I am Um, (laughs) overall like I said this game just delivers a COD experience on the phone for Mm -hmm. free which is nice it's hard to pass up at least trying it out Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's worth a download and if you don't want to waste your own data you know downloaded at work (laughs) um and i will say it is a bit of a it is a bit of a chonky game i think it's like one gig um so if you're um if you're really conserving storage on your phone um consider that it is it is one gig that or just Mm-mm. delete a lot of your porn off your phone <laughs> really you don't need to have porn downloaded it's not going anywhere it's everywhere on the fucking idi- uh internet you idiots uh, <laughs> cool uh so do you guys have any other thoughts or questions on call of duty mobile
1: not really no no not particularly I'm, I just, I'm not a particular huge mobile guy but when i did see the video i was actually kind of impressed by like how it looked i i expected something much more inferior yeah, <laughs> to be completely um, honest
2: I'm, I'm not gonna lie i'm kind of i'm i'm right there with you uh so mm-hmm. i i have mobile games and i do not we do not get along it doesn't help that my i have fat fingers so (laughs) like if anytime i'm trying to play a game on my phone it's like okay go forward nope don't hit that button and because i hit like 500 buttons at the same time but um i have a strong tendency to give up on games after like two weeks uh i made it a little bit longer with pokemon go but um but anyway uh looking at looking at the gameplay i was actually pretty impressed as well because i mean Phones have come a long way, but even those, even then, like you'd think of a game on a phone, and you mm-hmm. don't think graphics and
1: stuff of that being, yeah. good. So that's that's pretty impressive. I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. Yeah, yeah. Uh... To be honest, when I looked at it, my immediate first thought was like, "Wow, this just looks like somebody like this looks almost like on console, just with like really low sensitivity." To be honest, was like my immediate thought process when I saw the video it was like, "This guy has a sense at like one," but I mean. <laughs> yeah i mean it looks fine
0: um (laughs) i don't really have any problems with it yeah i will say go check out anthony csn uh on youtube his uh first video on this he did a second video on like the emulator but he actually did a side-by-side comparison of the original maps on the original hardware compared to the Mm. phone which is was a pretty interesting look he did a really good job uh, dissecting the uh, game um uh, and then Elliot argues from Budget Arcade, uh, just put in the chat, it's much. It's a much better game than it has any business being. And I fully hmm. agree. <laughs> I fully yeah, agree with that. When this. I I'm think like, of
1: Activision, I think of really sleazy.
0: So just hearing, like, oh, it's all right, is like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, which we can, we'll get into that later here on the show. But let's move on to our next topic, which is. Borderlands Three. Uh, Z, you played some uh, Borderlands Three. You've been playing that a lot. Uh, Ren has shared his feelings on it, but let's get a second mm-hmm. opinion on the show here. Um, yeah. So Borderlands. Um, I've so I've
2: I've been playing Borderlands for a while. Um, and so when I when the third one came out, I was pretty stoked. Um, and mm-hmm. I um, I, I know I told you guys this before the show, but like I. And more I'm mostly a console gamer I'm not um, a major PC gamer Not that I have anything against it just my pc is not built for it um, mm-hmm. and I'm 90% sure if I try to play a game like Borderlands on my PC my tower would explode so um, <laughs> but um, so I you know I picked it up on on Xbox and I've been playing it and holy crap they um, it's like they like, the gra- a lot of the graphics and stuff are the same, but they really, like, it's, mm-hmm. the, it's the same, sh- like, skeleton, but they, they like, beefed it up pretty, yeah well, like, a lot, um, in terms of, like, the story is pretty cool, um, I haven't gotten a terribly far, like, length mm-hmm. into it, um, but I've gotten far enough to know that there's some cool, like, there's some cool shit going on at the Circle K, um, And, um, but, um, yeah, there's like, they got a really cool, um, really cool new villain, um, or really twin villains, uh, in this one. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like really without even really giving anything away, like you can go to, you can go to alternate planets in this. And so you're not just stuck on Pandora the whole time. Mm. Um, and, uh, but so yeah, so far I absolutely love it. It's it's a little difficult, but mm-hmm. if you know your way
1: around a trigger, you'll you'll be you'll be fine with it. Yeah. How far are you so far into it? Um, like what am, what's your level is a pretty good indicator. Um, I'm on I'm about level fifteen, right okay. now. Um, yeah.
2: I am on this. I'm on the second planet uh, that you can get mm-hmm. to. Um, I'm actually working on fighting my second i guess you could call him a mini boss but difficulty wise he might as well be mm-hmm. a regular boss um mm-hmm. and uh because he uses uh electricity for a weapon and um it's tougher than all all hell but uh, oh it's... is it killable it is killable. a yes i didn't yeah. wanna, i didn't want to tell names because I, I don't want to. <laughs> I... I, I try not to give too many spoilers, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I'm trying to fight kill right now and he is kicking my ass. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to fight him. Well, like he does this thing when, cause you're like, whenever you fight these bosses, you're basically in like a circle mm-hmm. lined, um, like arena of sorts. Mm-hmm. And he does this thing where, like, for those of you who may not know, um, he does this thing where, uh, he like will jump up and slam on the ground and like all of the floor tiles get electrified and, mm-hmm. um, he, and he wields a shield the entire time as well. So you have to like find a way to get around the shield as well as mm-hmm. like running and jumping all over the place, like a mad person trying to not <laughs> get shocked and, and die. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, I, I, I'm using, uh, the, like say of, like four new classes uh for this game and i'm using um the i'm the i'm a gunner um Mm -hmm. and basically because it was the closest thing to my to uh the tech romancer that they had in in uh uh, borderlands 2 and i absolutely loved gauge gauge was gauge was my girl she got me uh through so many uh tough things and um Mm -hmm. the gunner you can uh wield a robotic uh like it's called an iron bear and it's basically a like a Mm -hmm. robot exosuit that you can shoot uh, like shoot grenades or shoot like a giant laser or you have a gatling gun and um it's
1: it's it's badass i love it so (laughs) much (laughs) Mm mm-hmm yeah, cause I've already so I've already beaten the game. I've already done pretty well, not pretty much everything. I haven't done like all the other characters, but I have gotten Fleck, who is my character. That was the Beastmaster character. I got okay. max yeah. level already. I've I've done basically it all. So I I've gotten a ton of experience with this one, and I'll definitely agree. Like, I one of my favorite things that you somewhat mentioned was that uh the the boss fights aren't anywhere similar to any of the uh, previous borderlands games boss fights where uh in the previous ones it really revolves around health like that's Mm -hmm. that's just what it is all of the bosses are really just tanky and that's it whereas Mm -hmm. in this one it's almost all exclusively arena battles where and more than fighting the boss you're fighting the arena you're, you're mm. fighting the stage and trying to like understand what's going on in the arena so for example you're mentioning how he jumps and then like he'll slam the ground and the entire floor is electrified but mm. it kind of comes at a wave so yep. if you run towards him you're a little bit safer towards it and then there's certain effects like that so it makes it really interesting in that regard whereas a boss fight in borderlands 2 for example is a guy with a rocket launcher with 700 like 700 hp Mm -hmm. and you're just sort of like okay i hope i don't get shot while i just spam bullets into his face (laughs) um but yeah i don't know i definitely always found that to be like one of the most interesting parts about borderlands 3 in particular um and the nice thing about it too is that where in in the previous borderlands games health is always an issue regardless it it doesn't matter if you fought the boss once or a hundred times he always has a crazy amount of health and that's just what it is but in borderlands 3 once you understand the arena that boss fight goes from a challenge to extraordinarily easy which is great for a looter shooter like this where you're focused on farming where it's just focused on i need to kill this boss 20 times hope i get this legendary and then once i get it i can finally move on um so things like that are definitely like super helpful at least for me like as somebody who's played a lot of Borderlands of streaming it for oh like more than about like three months at this point Mm -hmm. just in total play time um but uh but yeah there's definitely that that's like good to say about it the the gun sound itself is phenomenal I've talked about it before but the sound design is so good in comparison to the previous ones to the point where like in the previous ones guns just felt they sounded like pea shooters yeah and like in this one they really have some power behind them like you really feel just how strong certain weapons are one of my favorite ones which you haven't gotten to yet there's a uh there's a legendary that whenever you shoot it it makes like a a major like chord from like that you would just think of from doom oh. like from the doom's audio track <laughs> and i love that shotgun to death because (laughs) if you just start spamming it it's like you're just playing doom instead of borderlands and it's just a blast (laughs) um but but yeah like just even regular guns all feel powerful because a great example of a really strong gun in borderlands 2 is uh it's it's known in the borderlands community as the deepa or uh the double penetrating unkempt herald Mm -hmm. and basically Mm -hmm. it shoots out a ton of rockets like it shoots out like upwards of 12 rockets per shot as a pistol and you would think okay that sounds incredible it sounds pathetic like it sounds (laughs) ungodly disappointing versus like a generic gun like an absolutely (laughs) generic gun in this sounds phenomenal like you'll get like a the level one pistol that you get out of the box at the very start of the game is like okay this has got some oomph to it i feel it so like i always really like that part about it as well um i personally don't really care about the villains and i'm not gonna get into why especially because you're just not that far into it yet but uh I'm personally, I'm I'm of the opinion that they're not that great. Granted, it's going to be really hard to compare to Handsome Jack. He's just known <laughs> as one of the best villains in gaming. But like, they're, they're meh, in my opinion. That's where I'm at on it. But like, I do agree. It's definitely a breath of fresh air. Like, it's definitely a different direction. And I do applaud them on that for sure. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I, I've loved a lot of this game. I have plenty of issues with it as well but like overall it's definitely a good upgrade from the previous borderlands games so, definitely uh,
0: you, you mentioned some issues last time ren that mm-hmm. was uh qa related and and i was just kind of curious uh z um have you been noticing any like glitches or bugs or anything like that on console like specifically and like have you done like any reading and seen like anything specifically related to console at all um truth be told i have i haven't really looked into
2: it um that much um like i normally don't really ever look into uh like glitches and stuff unless mm-hmm. i see it be- like more than like two or three times and then i'll i'll then i'll look it up because um being a you know being with console uh you know glitches happen uh mm-hmm they uh you know you don't have quite as much pro- like processing power as like a as a PC mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. on average anyway and so it's like you know you might get glitches here and there I most of mine are usually loading issues um right so like um I'll try to I'll try to pull it up uh at some point and it will like I'll get like a, a very temporary black screen and I'll just be like okay like and then after like a second or two it'll it'll finally pop up and and Mm -hmm. and run with Mm -hmm. it but um for the most part it's been fairly it's been it's it's been about as clean as like a borderlands game can get Um, Mm -hmm. borderlands isn't exactly known for being like cut and dry it um like uh you know especially with the the style of graphics that they have like it it gets a little dirty sometimes but um Mm -hmm. but like it's I haven't had, I've had very, very minimal issues with it, thankfully. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, I guess I just, I haven't really had a reason as far as I'm concerned to like look Mm -hmm. up. Um, And I I don't, you know, it's not like console doesn't necessarily have
1: patch notes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's actually one of the things that's been uh, one of the peeves for me recently with the Borderlands patch notes like that have come out as they're all very disappointing like they're they're not anything substantial like currently they're doing an event right now throughout this entire month which uh, i believe right now it's an iridium event where you can just get a bunch of bonus iridium from just doing all sorts of stuff which is yeah. cool um you can use iridium for getting uh cosmetics and stuff like that yeah instead of like having in-game purchases thank god you can actually just unlock the cosmetics from the shop in like your main hub world so that's super cool that's super handy um i forgot where i was going with this oh right all right so one of the things and i've definitely heard this a lot is that the performance is a very mixed bag some people have literally no issues Mm -hmm. and some people have issues so bad that they literally can't play the game oh wow and it's it's all over the place um my issues as a pc player is uh very odd where the stable version for those who don't know um you can run in directx 11 which is like your standard stable version for most games and then they also have an experimental version directx 12 where load times take a lot longer things like that because it's like trying to reprocess everything through a new directx version um the stable version it was struggling. It was really struggling on my computer. I was getting because my computer definitely is past the recommended specs, mm-hmm. and on low, I was barely able to keep up forty FPS. Like oh. it was, it was very, very difficult to do that. And then I moved it to DirectX 12, the experimental version, where it's all like, "Hey, please don't do this. That's a bad idea." I move it over to that, and The first thing I notice is, like, the load time for starting the game went from, like, a minute, like, maybe 30 seconds, to about 10 minutes. And, like, I'm just like, what is going on? And, uh, And just going through that. And then immediately, once that's finished, the game runs at perfect 60. No problems whatsoever. Literally, all of my bugs have disappeared. And I'm just sitting here, like did they just mess up and put the wrong version in the wrong spot? Like it almost feels like DirectX 12 is the stable and DirectX 11 is super experimental to the point where like, please don't use that. So Um, so basically like DirectX 12 was like like loading the game onto a
2: slingshot and it was just like taking (laughs) forever to pull back. But once it launched, it was
1: just like, see ya, gone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and even Nemi is talking about right now how now it's opposite for her. And, Ah. like, I don't know what their patching strategy has been. They started with hot fixes, which I understood. But, like, there hasn't been a super substantial patches. Mm. There hasn't been a real optimization changes for the most part. Everything's been pretty much the same. So, I don't know. I would really like a substantial patch because I want to play the game. Right. But I can't do that <laughs> if like it's not worth my time of trying to like struggle with the stability on it so that's that's been my experience so far that, that's always one of my issues um for me the pc version has been an adventure in terms of bugs at one point after we after we beat the uh normal campaign when we started up the True Vault Hunter mode, because that's normally how these go, you can turn mm. on a, like, extra difficulty of sorts right. where all the enemies scale to you, they're a little bit harder, and you get slightly better gear. Um, we turned that on, and tried to, we, we tried to break the game from that point. Just to, like, see, as people that don't really do QA testing, like, what what would happen if we really <laughs> try to, like, do anything? And it went oh so bad (laughs) like audio went from existing to not existing like level teleporting zones didn't have names um like people that like voice dialogue went from like one person just talking to like their voice lines just cut out and then like randomly they would say like five voice lines on top of each other so it's like one guy just jarbling words at you and it's like I'm not really doing a whole lot here. I'm like going slightly faster than maybe intended. Yeah. But like, oh my goodness! So it you showed you didn't like break the game. It sounds like you destroyed no. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So like, all, all I did was like your your layman speedrunning of like. Oh, I'm just gonna go to the point, grab it, come back, go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, I'm gonna like break the game and like skip like like an hour of gameplay. Um, but uh, it it really showed just how like loot like the game is not very structurally sound is what it showed immediately to me. If I can break the game in a matter of like an hour by like playing faster than like your starter player Mm -hmm. that's that's a little sketchy like that makes for a game that normally is like constantly played multiple times it's borderlands people uh, borderlands 2 had something called op 10 where essentially you had to play the game like a thousand times to get anywhere um but like that was a thing and just kind of seeing like there's no real infrastructure for anybody trying to go fast to mm-hmm. like really make it work mm-hmm. was shocking to say the least. Uh, the end game for me personally has been pretty bland at this point. Um, it, it was initially really good because they threw like it was it was good for not exactly the right reasons. They threw a lot of legendaries at you all at once at like when the game initially became released um where like they have they have something called mayhem mode which essentially think of like a Diablo torment okay. um difficulties where like the the enemies get like special buffs and you get special like debuffs and stuff but the loot is significantly better right. um basic enemies were dropping legendaries nonstop. you'd kill a boss and get seven legendaries and like it almost was super nice because like at the end of the game i'm not gonna spoil it but there's more than just the legendary that matters there there's more than just oh i got this cool shotgun that i have wanted there there's other like stats that are involved in it like oh this would be really handy to my character mm. um but then they decided to nerf it to the ground and now well, for at least me i'm at the point where i have all the stuff like i've i've gotten it because of that and just having that massive nerf come where it's like now i'm hoping to get the gun let alone the gun with the right stats Mm. hurts (laughs) it definitely (laughs) hurts um but yeah i don't i don't know that that one particularly is rough i personally think that like even though it might not have been what they wanted i definitely think it was uh the a good way to take it but yeah that's all
0: <laughs> uh any other thoughts on Borderlands 3 or it, I guess I should um, ask uh, before so have you would you recommend this Z just like um yeah I would I would definitely recommend it even if uh, I mean
2: like if you haven't played any of the other Borderlands um you might be cuz like this this game is is there, it's still very story based um so like if you haven't played any of the uh, any of the other borderlands and you go into it you're probably going to be a bit confused but you probably won't be that confused for long because it's kind of overshadowed by explosions um <laughs> but um so but i would um i would very much recommend uh, recommend this game um because i mean i would recommend any of the borderlands um but um like like i said before like i'm not super far into it um i think i said before i'm like i'm like level like 14 or 15 right now so Mm -hmm. in shooter terms i'm still kind of running along but i've been uh picking up a bunch of stuff the if if you like a game with fantastic dialogue, you will love this game, um, or you will love any of the Borderlands. That's that's always been my number one favorite thing about these games is that the dialogue is it's snarky, it's tongue in cheek, and it's a lot of it is off the cuff, and it's like it's amazing. Um, and this isn't even giving anything away. This is just something that I found found uh, the other day when I was playing. So there's a mission in this new new one on this on the second planet that you go to, Promethea, that you have to like uh, avenge this this woman's uh, like this, this- this gal's uh parents got killed and you have to avenge them by hunting down these twins that are basically like like i'm the worst thing that's ever like i'm the worst <laughs> human ever alive no i am no i am <laughs> and like i want to have a vault hunter after me no like you're not as bad as i am <laughs> um and you go like you have to go fight them you literally fight a person named borman nates <laughs> um and it took me like a good two or three minutes like to realize wait a second is that seriously this guy's name and but as soon as you as soon as you kill him like he's just like a loot just loot spawn just explodes everywhere so there's like a bunch of like really fun like easter eggs and everything like so i mean yeah like like Renset set it's got its share of problems but as far as i'm concerned every single game has its share of problems um like you can't you you can uh, a perfect video game does not exist i'm sure a lot of yeah. people would disagree with mm-hmm. me but a perfect video game does not exist but this game is just it's super fun mm. um and i would highly recommend it to to anybody uh who just who likes to run around and just make shit explode for no reason. Cause that's just a perfect game for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Um, kind of looking at the clock here, I want to move on to what is probably going to be a very hefty topic. Okay. Uh, probably one of the heftier topics we've dealt with recently. And that is just boycotts in general. Um, mm. we haven't really talked about boycotts at all on the show. Mm. And I think we're I, really, this is one of the best times to talk about boycotts, um because of the issues that are surrounding blizzard which if you haven't heard it would be very weird to imagine anyone that listens to the show who hasn't at least heard about this blizzard situation uh mm-hmm. what's happened was that last week during a hearthstone grandmasters uh competition in asia a player by the name of blitz Chung in his post in uh post-game interview uh made some comments about the hong kong he was pro hong kong um comments during the post-game interview right um the stream was immediately ended um all the vods for the stream were immediately deleted um, but because, of course, the internet is forever, they're not actually gone. You mm-hmm. can see the comments. You can see the video. Um, the casters were fired. Blitzchung himself. Um, and they've, Blizzard has actually walked us back, but the initial uh, punishment was that they revoked his pay for the match. They mm-hmm. uh, banned him from competing in Hearthstone for one year. I think now they've paid him for the match, and it's only been now six months. They've reduced that mm-hmm. to six months in an attempt mm-hmm. to uh, get back into some good graces here. Um, there's been a lot of other issues, um, including, uh, posts that blizzard made, um, on a Chinese site specifically where they said they would defend the national dignity of China. Mm -hmm. Um, we've seen, uh, other, uh, Hearthstone players, collegiate players here in the States, um, protest very similarly in support of Blitzchung, um, they didn't see, receive punishment, but now uh, the official esports partners and groups uh, associated with Blizzard are saying that there's now going to not be any post-game interviews and there's not going to be any cameras for collegiate games here in the oh, United mm-hmm. States. Um, and so that's why, I mean, if you see people protesting and, and boycotting Blizzard, that's why. There's been some other issues where it's like... Why can't I delete my Blizzard account? Why do you require that I use a Steam or uh, require that I use my uh, state ID to mm-hmm. to do this? Um, so there's been a lot of issues with the with the Blizzard boycott itself, uh, but we haven't mm-hmm. really talked about boycotts. And I decided to go and see what all has been boycotted this year, at least as, to the mm-hmm. best of my knowledge. Um, I went on to the PC Gamer website archives and went month by month and Control F'd for the word boycott Mm -hmm. and all the titles. Um, We've seen boycotts for Metro Exodus. We've seen boycotts for Borderlands three. We've seen boycotts for Shenmue three. And all of those are related to the Epic Games store. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, We've seen Anthem getting boycotted. We've seen Call of Duty. Um, getting boycotted because it uh, because of the white phosphorus kill streak in the game. Um, we've seen mm-hmm. Battlefield uh, World War Two or whatever it was get boycotted because it had female characters. We've seen Doom get boycotted. We've seen GTA get boycotted. We've seen Red Dead Redemption. Literally everything is mm-hmm. being boycotted. <laughs> Um, and it, and I was kind of when I was writing my notes and thinking about this, I actually remembered an article that I read very early on in my college career. And it was uh, it was a li- it was a listicle by like Mother Jones or something like that, which was mm-hmm. a list of organizations, groups and businesses that liberals should boycott. And I remember reading it and it was, you know, Walmart. OK, makes sense. They're they're upset about low wages. McDonald's. OK. You know, Chick-fil-A, Target, Best Buy, Monsanto and I was thinking about it at the time and you know Chevron and whatever else I'm like it, it for me to have to boycott all of these things <laughs> I would have hmm. to be uh, living off-grid raising and killing my own food <laughs> in a house <laughs> built of thatch and generating my own le- <laughs> electricity on a running wheel um, and it's made me think about like how effective are boycotts really um, because boycotts are supposed to be these powerful symbols of uh, taking away your compensation for doing bad things, right? These powerful mm-hmm. symbols of I'm not going to support you anymore by giving you my money. Um, yeah. um, go ahead. So,
2: yeah, like um, boycotts, boycotting um, is a very – I'm going to use this word because I'm not really sure how else to describe it. It's a very unique uh, form of um, like protests and stuff like that. Um, But, and this is just one man's opinion. Um, Boycotting is kind of like, um, it's kind of like swearing because it's like you do it a little bit. And mm-hmm. it's extraordinarily effective. It really—you get to your point. You do it a lot. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. um And it—it really—it loo- has—it has a tendency. Like if you do it to like a million, like say we're going to boycott every single thing because of these reasons. You might have valid yeah. reasons. Like you might have extraordinarily valid reasons. But if you boycott everything, like mm-hmm. first off, to your point, Danny, like like what are you gonna buy like where are you gonna if you have Mm. to you have to get like super creative um but like at some point you have to realize like you like you always you kind of have to just like kind of pick and choose like and boycott Mm. strategically because otherwise you're gonna lose all of your like they're gonna be like okay you can boycott us all you want but what the hell are you gonna do like yeah Yeah. you're gonna like you're
0: gonna come back at some point um One thing I was also going to mention, and I was a part of my opening spiel too, that I was going to add as well. No, it's all good. It's all good. (laughs) You know, you're, it's a really valid point and a good point to mention, um, is there's also this issue that there's a huge conglomeration in gaming, um, Mm. related to this issue is, uh, the, what percentage of, uh percentage of Blizzard Activision is owned by Tencent or is influenced by Tencent what partnerships do they have with Tencent mm-hmm. and so if you're boycotting Blizzard Activision but still playing mm-hmm. like League of Legends who is 100% yep. owned by Tencent or you're buying something on the Epic game Store which has a 40% Tencent has a 40% stake you know mm-hmm. let's so let's just say mm-hmm. that you know they're still getting that money and that support from Tencent. Right, right. That you're still contributing to. And so when you look at the webs and the conglomeration of video game companies, I have a hard time thinking that boycotts are really effective at all. Yeah. Um, just based I, on the I, conglomeration. I really, think it's up
1: to in, I really think it's up to interpretation, really, because like... To, so, okay, so an example, obviously, is the boycott that's happening right now but like when we use the term boycott and then immediately compare it to something like the epic game store has exclusives are those really even close to the same thing one's a human rights thing and the other one's like I can't buy a game on a platform and that's the problem yeah I feel like that's really the issue is like there's so many boycotts but like I don't consider it like oh I don't buy games on the epic game store a boycott I think that's just a choice something like I don't support like China's uh, human right like any of like China's like rules and regulations towards human rights that's something entirely different Mm -hmm. I don't know like that that's the way I see it is like no I you're you're right like there's been like 30,000 different quote-unquote boycotts but they're they're on a completely different scale like yeah I don't know I, I think that's what it really comes down to
0: do, so do you think this has become a very loud bark and not a bite?
1: Of which one in particular? The, like
0: just boy, the word boycott in general. Do you think it's been turned from a, from a bite into a bark?
1: Yeah, I think I think the term has been heavily skewed. I, I think that the term boycott is not pr- like it's not correct for for most of the situations that have been used recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I I definitely maybe it is the correct term, and maybe maybe it's just not the correct term being used for what's happening with uh china maybe maybe that's the situation, but like there's something definitely off there that yeah. that's definitely a thing as weird as it sounds. words have a huge impact on society mm. as a whole like mm. you you could say something in two different ways and one can get you like a nice smile from somebody and another one can get you punched in the face. And it could be the exact same thing it all depends on how you say it so right. like and yeah um i would i would uh strongly agree uh with that so
2: like the stuff that's going on, like the stuff that's going on in china and um like outside of gaming like you know the whole like thing stuff with like the boycotting chick-fil-a because of mm-hmm. uh, their stance on like on gay marriage and gay rights and stuff and mm-hmm. stuff like that um like those are like real co- like those are like would be considered actual like boycotts boycotts or at least like effective ones Mm -hmm. Um, because it's like you're you're saying like the the things that these people are doing are bad on a like societal global scale i'm Mm -hmm. not giving them money because i don't want them to do what they're doing Mm
0: -hmm. but then it's like
2: with the store it's like what these people are doing affects me on a personal level but Mm -hmm. only for my entertainment it is not harming people in general i'm not gonna give them money because i'm gonna go cry in my room like that's um like that that's just i don't know it i think they need to i think it's just being the word boycott is kind of being thrown around too much
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: um and kind of to rent's point uh the you know at the slightest provocation, people seem to boycott, especially in gaming mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of interesting that, I mean, this is seemed to stuck pretty well. Blizzard is really struggling with this PR fiasco in the mm-hmm. NBA as mm-hmm. well. NBA, I mean, just kind of like two days apart, um, they both Blizzard Activision and the NBA capitulated to the Chinese government demands and apologized and, you mm-hmm. know. Bowed before the great Winnie the Pooh. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, if you begged didn't for say forgiveness. That, I was going. Yeah. So, I mean, to for you guys, in terms of gaming, what situations are. Uh, do, related to you know the gaming companies are boycottable offenses to me for sure this capitulating to a tyrannical government who is uh abusing human rights um Mm -hmm. in a what in many situations by like many people can be almost considered a sovereign state hong kong can Mm -hmm. you know justifiably be considered a sovereign state to many people um Mm -hmm. you know what other like recent boycotts have you seen that are good you know like justifiable not just because there's a female character in this game kind of situation right. wait
2: somebody yeah. actually boycotted a game because there was a female character i think it was like oh i'm sure it, has it was like battlefield
0: 2 it's not it wasn't historically oh yeah accurate yeah kind of yeah. thing
1: oh. yeah yeah I think that like I, I think the boycotts really do need to be reserved for human rights things explicitly. Like I I can have problems with the Epic Game Store, I can have problems with microtransactions, I can have problems with pay to win. None of those really matter. Like I can live my life without those entirely. Like I can't live my life without human rights. Like that's not that's that's significantly different. That's on a significantly different scale. Um so like i i guess i don't know well i know it has been boycotted in the past but like i don't know if it's necessarily really been successful as like overworking in the industry i guess Mm -hmm. as like a huge thing um but like in the grand scheme of things most of the gaming issues aren't that real of issues that that's kind of my stance on it i don't know Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it like this is one of the first ones that's really been like super like what are you doing like like mm-hmm. there's no i i can't conceive the understanding aside from just i want money mm-hmm. over people's livelihoods like that's yeah. that's just what it looks like yeah i don't know what else to say about it really mm-hmm
0: uh z how about you like what situations i i mean do you think have been justifiable over the last couple years i mean have there been anything you know i mean do you even think like this blizzard one is justified you know
2: um to a certain degree i do believe that this blizzard one is justifiable um because like yes and i'm this is this this might make me come off as a dick, but um I don't mean it like this. Like yes, all they did was ban some player, like mm-hmm. but at the same time the underlying international implication was strong mm-hmm. enough that it it like it uh, it sent a message whether they whether Blizzard yeah. meant to do it or not. It sent a message and it um, was saying like, hey, like, you know, we like we like we necessarily only care about your sensors. We don't like no matter Mm -hmm. how it affects and we're like we're taking your we're taking China's side in this thing. Um, Screw everyone else kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. So I think to a degree that's that's wrong. Um, And. Like I don't care if you're pro-China or pro-Hong Kong or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's still a you know it's a private corporation taking an international side, and that one, the side that they happen to be at taking is not exactly known for treating their people well. So, exactly. um, so it's like that's not you know so it's like definitely that's kind of thing you definitely want to step up and 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 boycott um however as far as other uh like gaming related uh boycotts i actually am not like i don't really have too many of them on my radar semi-related to kind of what we were discussing earlier there's been so many that i kind of zone them out now Mm -hmm. unless they're like super big like the like the blizzard one that one came across Mm -hmm. you know came across my desk and i was like oh like this one's actually worth paying attention to Mm -hmm. but most of them most of them are more like just whining than they are Mm -hmm. like effect worthy i guess yeah so um but uh you know so it it, it might make me sound ignorant but it's just i i don't really know of too many other ones at the like i know of a
1: couple that like outside of gaming but gaming wise yeah yeah that's completely fair like when uh so i i believe that the issues in gaming are important don't get me wrong like yeah i don't think they're i I think they're on two different levels entirely Mm -hmm. um and that's that's really what causes it and i have my own issues with the media i'm not gonna get into it but like i have my own issues in the media and like one of them is that pu- like overpublicizing such like obvious like negatives really just kind of it floods it floods the entire news like mm. what a lot of people are seeing like oh there's some problems with blizzard there's some problems with activision there's always problems with activision that that's how some people are perceiving it not like oh these are gaming related this is a human rights issue these yeah. are these are different and like having it not even separated really for the most part like you're right like using the term boycott like 30 times in a year kind of just loses the meaning it loses mm. the entire value of it and it it essentially compares the two it mm. compares microtransactions are bad with this man just lost his job because he spoke his mind yeah. for literally like a minute and like that's it but yeah yeah
2: um i do i do think it's good that they did kind of backtrack um and gave him like his money um and reduced his sentence but so i think that Mm -hmm. was a good step forward i mean it would have been better if they just backtracked to it (laughs) or didn't do it at all (laughs) i mean i think that's a it's a nice step forward but at the same time it's like
0: yeah okay cool Hi everybody. <laughs> Hi, yeah. Sorry, my computer crashed there in the middle. Uh, so if anyone's listening to the, um, they're, to the vod or what you're watching what'll eventually be the vod now. Uh, I, I think mm-hmm.
2: uh, I think it's on an ad break right now because I'm looking at the screen and it's.
0: Uh, it'll pop funny, up. Fun,
2: funny enough, yeah. is it's yeah. playing an Overwatch uh, ad? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so. Uh, that was ironic so we were talking about like about you know the amount of times that we we've boy been you know boycotting here in the gaming industry uh Mm -hmm. and it made me also think it kind of led me on this train of thought there for a moment where there's also like no real organization to it Mm -hmm. right (laughs) a lot of the greatest boycotts in history are very well organized and maintained very well and it's strategic um, you know, they mm-hmm. boycott at like very specific times that, you know, if it's like a, um, you know, if the issue is like energy related, then they, mm-hmm. you know, boycott during the summer or during the winter or whenever, like energy needs are going to be, you know, if it's like related mm-hmm. to Monsanto or something like that, they, you know, right. boycott in the spring, um, you know, and try to get the awareness out there. Um, yeah, they, really, mm-hmm. they hit them where it hurts. Basically. Yeah um do you guys i mean there hasn't been much organization i think this might be the most organized maybe boycott are I've we seen... talking
1: about the blizzard one explicitly? yeah the blizzard
0: one yeah this the blizzard might... one has actually
1: been shockingly somewhat well organized there's been even like some uh issues in like the actual the overwatch staffing itself i yeah. know that they've done some uh
0: they've done some um... improm- pro-
1: protests yeah they've done some umbrella protests and i'm sure i'm very confident something's gonna happen at blizz like blizzcon
0: yeah they've already like, had to cancel uh uh nintendo a nintendo of new york event yeah they canceled for the uh yeah the launch event of, yeah the launch event for overwatch on switch
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm, I'm not I'm, i wouldn't exactly say that it's necessarily been not organized mm. like i I think the fact that like some of these things like have happened like the launch event's been canceled like they're taking these steps to really try is that that's showing that it's working yeah really like if it wasn't working they wouldn't even bother like hiding it really at least
2: having it's at least having enough of like noteworthy effect that Mm -hmm. yeah it's doing something because yeah, cuz I remember reading like cuz even there's some there's even some uh, employees like at Blizzard that yeah. are uh being part of these protests cuz a couple like mm-hmm. uh, I think like some of the like uh wow uh developers are like shutting down their like their Blizzard accounts and stuff cuz they're yeah. just like like even though like yeah we don't
1: even like what we're doing like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Yeah, exactly. And that's what really makes me think it's like an Activision issue because like this sounds like this sounds like activision i know i should on activision constantly but like one of one of blizzard's things and you can really see this when it comes to specifically overwatch is character designs and things like that are uh are very like they're very open like mm-hmm. there, there's multiple gay characters there's like strong female protagonist like they they like to show uh, their stance Mm -hmm. through characters in overwatch you can see that very commonly Mm -hmm. but like that's even even i want to say may yeah may's very free-spirited and very like happy-go-lucky and like there's no there's no sense of like control there at all like there's no sense of her like trying to hide back anything Mm. whatsoever and um, i, and I, I, I just, feel like that in its own right is like some sort of like uh meaning maybe i'm reaching but well yeah um not
2: i wouldn't say that i mean there might be a little bit of reach there but not not mm-hmm. really um because uh speaking of uh speaking of may um it she i've actually saw that um, may is actually kind of becoming um a face of, mm-hmm. of this like the protests and stuff um online because she is like she's especially in um uh especially like in hong kong overseas because mm-hmm. uh she is like known for like since because her character like works with like ice and is trying to stop uh like global warming and stuff like that or she does like a lot of the site like polar sciences um she's like all about like you know help like she's very free spirited and like you know help everybody whatever like what have you and um so she's like especially overseas is becoming like this face of the of of all this stuff which i find a little bit funny but because like you wouldn't necessarily think that that would happen but at the same time if you think about it
0: it kind of makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah um, you know, in kind of like talking about like them walking back and stuff like that, I don't think Blizzard has put themselves in a good position because of what they said at least on the Chinese side of things. Mm-hmm. Um which is we will defend the national dignity of China. You know, mm-hmm. right. And so, how are you going to walk back these how are you going to walk back this PR nightmare that you've put yourself in? knowing full well that people know that you've capitulated to a foreign government, right? Like you, you have aligned yourself with the Chinese government saying that you will defend them, that you will Mm -hmm. censor on their behalf. Um, when you're a country that, or when you're a company who in your mission statement says every voice matters, think globally, which Mm -hmm. uh, part of the, uh, Blizzard staff protests, have been covering those up on the campus. Mm. Um So I I Blizzard put themselves in a really really bad spot with that. When you mm-hmm. align yourself with a foreign government and then try to walk that back, there's no going back. You have already yeah. Yeah. you've already said what you're going to do, what you intend to do, which is to cater to the whims of a foreign government simply because they will allow you access to mm-hmm. the market in their country. Um, so they, they put themselves in a bad spot. And I think a lot of the protests and a lot of the protests related to the NBA is on this same thing where NBA players and NBA itself kowtowed to the, um, to the Chinese government. And, uh, you know, uh, even people like, um, oh my goodness, why am I forgetting his name? Used to play for the Houston Rockets. Rockets uh, Chinese player Yao Ming. Yao Ming, who I was, I was gonna say I am no
2: help here because I do.
0: No <laughs> yeah, <basketball>. I mean, <laughs> Yao Ming <laughs> yeah. was the head of an organization that was like a part of helping the NBA get into China, and he completely severed ties with his old team because, for those who don't know, the NBA situation was a coach for the Houston mm-hmm. Rockets um, who made statements, you know, prom- uh, promoting free speech, democracy, and human rights in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we have two American corporations who have aligned themselves with with a government that they shouldn't be aligning themselves with. They really shouldn't be aligning themselves with any government, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm, you
2: know. I'm with you there.
0: <laughs> Private business should not really be <laughs> – in the business Mm -hmm. of uh (laughs) trying to shape foreign policy um yeah
2: that's there's
0: yeah well it's like did we not learn anything from halliburton and boeing and the energy companies during the early 2000s during iraq and afghanistan it's it boggles my mind Mm. um but yeah this and that the whole
2: thing with like with uh blizzard and then like the nba and stuff like that i find really funny because um it's like i i actually i want to say the big news broke out after like because like south park touched up like touched on this and they are now fully banned in
0: china um and south park started going down that road before these things even happened which i think is just very interesting that they were prepared to do it yeah
2: they well because like Trey Parker and Matt Stone do not care Um, like they they hit on like everything and everybody Um, so uh, but yeah it's like they were talking about because I I assume have you guys seen the the new the newest episode Um, yeah so um, but so first off as a musician I thought it was actually kind of especially cool detour for just a split second that they actually have um a death metal band <laughs> right <laughs> in, in that um they have a song uh from dying fetus i don't listen to that much death metal but i have a lot of music like musician friends who play like mm. super super heavy metal music so like it was it was cool to see them on facebook like freaking out they're like oh my god there's like death metal unpopular like Uh, pop culture yeah and so i was like (laughs) i was like yeah good to see my friends happy but um but anyway so but like that was like the one of the biggest things they they talked about was uh like there's because like randy owns like his weed farm integrity weed and he's like he he's like you know what i'm gonna go over to china and like it, he's acting like this like it's all his idea is like I'm going over to China and like we're gonna go get all that Chinese money and like he's on the plane and of course like at first he's talking to different people and it's like yeah I'm like, like these other people are going over to China to do business and at first it's like yeah I'm with a clothing company um, like yeah I'm with Google or whatever like companies that you would kind of expect like commerce wise that they would be going over to do business and then you see mm-hmm. that, like literally like NBA players start showing up people from Disney start sh- like different characters from Disney yeah. start showing up and it's like oh I suppose everybody's just going to get money from China now and um, <laughs> and yeah it's just it's a whole thing and and now like they're literally like you uh, Chinese uh, citizens cannot look up anything um, South Park related anymore their censors will block them off Mm-hmm. And and of course they don't care. They li- yeah. they even listed their quote unquote apology.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. ZG exactly. thing does not look like Winnie the Pooh at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's still hilarious though. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I mean I've had my own little protest on the stream. If anyone's watched me over the last couple couple days they'll see if it's not on the two podcasts um i have a little winnie the pooh wearing a gas mask that says liberate hong kong nice um (laughs) because gas masks have already have any sort of face mask has also been banned in hong kong i actually Um, did not know that so mm -hmm. okay well learn something new every day yeah there's there's a lot of symbols for resistance in hong kong right now Mm -hmm. um so yeah I mean any other thoughts on on boycotts I mean I think they're I think they can be effective but they have to be strategized and I think we really do have to kind of it, have to get away from this idea that we can just boycott everything um, yeah, mm-hmm. in that to me boycotts have to be strategic they have to be reserved for occasions like this when an American company <laughs> you, you know denies sorry, I, just, I just saw Mr. Green Elite's comment <laughs> uh, they need to get all 1776 <laughs> up in there um <laughs> so i mean yeah that's kind of like my final thought on is we we've got to stop we've got to stop just flagrantly letting people use the word boycott and reserve it for Mm -hmm. situations Mm -hmm. like this and really get behind you know if this is something if human rights and free speech and not capitulating to tyrannical communist governments who Mm -hmm. uh, let me just get some of this out there because there's also been issues where uh counter debaters have been trying to say that this is just westerners being racist against the chinese. They're, the Blizzard, let me just let me just say this real quick. Blizzard and the NBA and all these other country companies that are doing business with China are directly involved in funding because this money goes mm-hmm. to the chinese government mm-hmm. and they get the they they're involved with the chinese government in a in an ethnic cleansing effort by the Chinese government of the Uyghurs in western China, right? That is how bad they are. They are trying to ethnically cleanse and re-educate an ethnic minority in the western provinces of China that are predominantly Muslim. Oh. Like, these are the, you know... that's not even going into taipei that's not going into right. taiwan that's not going into mm-hmm. their dealings with north korea you know <laughs> there's a lot of issues in and when we see american companies defending that i think that's worth protesting that's just me like i'm yeah. fully behind like fuck you blizzard you should not be mm-hmm. you should not be bowing down to a country's government who has mm-hmm. A laundry list of human rights abuses that stretch back since uh, the fifties. Yeah, you know, fuck off, and <laughs> not you know. Looks like we have a question in the chat. It
2: says, could you guys see another case of Tiananmen Square in Hong Kong?
0: Um, so this isn't really a, a geopolitics. I mean, we've kind of veered into that, and myself, yeah. we're already <laughs> at that point. The only difference is we haven't seen as many deaths. But that's not far off. Yeah. Hmm. But um. Yeah, I think like,
2: China, like personally, and I'm not. I'm 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 just I'm gonna leave it at this because I don't like we've kind of I know we've talked about this. I would say we've talked about this enough. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But um, like personally in like i have several friends who are like straight up like communist um mm-hmm. like if they would pretty much register as a cop like in the communist party of america which does exist um mm-hmm. and i think that's fine because they're like some of the nicest people i've ever known um and mm-hmm. they you know they treat everybody with respect but, but so i don't necessarily have a problem with like if you're if you want to be a communist or a socialist but ho- however i completely agree with you danny in that like the Ch- like the chinese government is 100 like super like tyrannical and mm-hmm. you know um they're they're over the line on like most things um, and yeah we definitely like, we definitely don't need private companies especially ones based here in america but really anywhere that will side with with mm-hmm. that when they when they're doing like such awful, awful, awful things. It's like just ugh.
0: Yeah. Ren, final thoughts on uh the on the boycott situations and anything you wanna leave people with? I
1: think it's important to voice your opinions. Um like I don't get me wrong, and I already said this a couple times, but like yeah, you can have your opinions of microtransactions and you can have your opinions of the Epic Game store and you can have all your opinions on that shit. Those aren't boycotts. Like that's that's the key note here is that those are not boycotts at all. Right. Like it's not a mass group. Even the people I don't even like Epic Game Store, I still use them because I'm not expecting anytime soon for there to be some massive overhaul in the industry where it's gonna be like, oh yeah, no, definitely. But like those that's not even remotely close to people losing their livelihoods just right. because one person said something. Mm-hmm. And like because he voiced his opinion like that's all uh that's literally all that happened so like that that's my stance that's pretty much it cool
0: um so we're gonna go on ahead and end the show here uh before we do zach z sorry uh (laughs) tell all the uh fine folks out there where uh they can see or uh where they can catch all your stuff uh what they're gonna get when they f- uh find it okay Sorry, that was clunky oh. <laughs> i was getting no, you're,
2: you're good it, <laughs> you, you got the message across and that's that's all that matters um so yeah so you can find uh so you, so you can find uh, my podcast uh wasteland active radio um on uh you can find find it pretty much anywhere where podcasts are normally streamed. Uh, so you can find it on Spotify, Apple, um, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts. Um, and, uh, a lot of those, I think, um, Danny, I've seen that you've posted the Spotify link a couple times in the chat. And I appreciate that as well. Um, and, uh, be on the, uh, we've got all, ep- all 13 episodes of season one. Um, up uh streaming right now um, and you can stream them it's all free um and uh but be on the lookout for uh season two in February of 2020 um we you know we're, we're throwing together um you know whole new or you know new extensions to our story uh new characters um, and some a couple of them you may recognize if you are an avid. Um, an avid fallout uh gamer um i'll leave it at that i'm not gonna I'm, (laughs) i'm not going to uh go too much into that and spoil things but um but yeah um i will say that uh we are currently working on a website um as well as a web store uh merchandise is being created um we have to reissue our logo uh, kind of get things um, uh, rehashed on that end of things um but uh that should be hopefully fingers crossed uh up before the end of the year um and uh so that'll be available um at uh, wastelandactiveradio.com, uh, we did secure that that domain. So um, awesome! But uh, right on. Yep. And so that'll have um, you know that'll that'll you can go there for any updates to the show. Uh, you know, read blurbs about all the different characters. But uh, but yeah, um, if you haven't you know if you haven't checked out the show, I highly recommend it. Um, I'm obviously. I, I made it. Um, I do all the technical stuff behind the scenes. Um, I do some of the voice acting as well. Um, I get to play a Super Mutant. It's pretty fun. Um, but uh, as far as anything else... I'm sorry. This is really long. Window. It's okay. Um, but uh, as far as anything else, you can also check out my band, uh, Zachary's band. Um, on uh, You can check us out on Facebook. Um, it's... Uh, facebook.com slash uh zachary daniels uh music and we're also on like spotify and everything like that Mm -hmm. um and but yeah we're if you like uh if you like 90s based like pop rock you uh give us a shot we'll we'll uh hopefully you know tickle your fancy as it were but that's
0: uh, that's all i've got cool do you have a twitter at all or like a uh instagram that you want uh to promote just as a good place that people can get any information on you so um for the for the podcast we only have a facebook account right
2: now i am in the midst of making an instagram um but you can just look up let me see what i'm double checking my um, it's uh, the the for the podcast uh, Wasteland, Active, Wasteland Active Radio. You can go to Facebook.com backslash uh, W A R R. So um, the full name of the of the show we just go by a shortened version of it, but the full name of the show is Wasteland Active Radio Revival. Because I mentioned before, we tried this once before, and we we named it that and it Mm. failed so we brought it back um and so but it's W A R R S wasteland active radio revival podcast um and uh you can go uh go to that yep Mm. um mr green elite here with the with the link i appreciate that um but yeah um i am in the midst of making an instagram for the um for that show as well but for the for the band we do have an instagram um and it's uh zach it's zach daniels uh zachary it's zachary daniels music it's the same as the as the facebook awesome well actually it's facebook it's zachary daniels iowa but this is zachary daniels music but um but yep yeah, you can go there and keep tabs on on all of our antics and everything
0: cool uh what's coming up on your channel
1: so while we've been talking i actually literally just got the uh email from my representative from mc pro hosting i've officially gotten partnered so that's pretty cool nice Um, we're gonna be playing rl craft tomorrow we are super close to being done we actually killed the end dragon yesterday so that's a pog we're gonna do a whole bunch of cleaning up stuff we'll probably be finished by the end of this week maybe possibly we'll see but uh but yeah you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash renditions two z's because i'm dumb and i can't spell my own name (laughs) and uh yeah I'm, i'm gonna be playing minecraft and stuff that's that's pretty much it but yeah awesome
0: um so coming up on my channel um i made some updates to the channel this week um so there's some new effects and some awesome stuff so come on by and check those things out. Uh, I'm not sure what I'll be what all I'll be playing. I think I am kind of get the hankering for some Killing Floor 2. Uh Ooh. so you know, maybe do some Killing Floor 2. Killing Floor 2. Uh, Ren, you know what you're doing Friday? <laughs> I do with Killing Floor 2. to <laughs> <laughs> be playing some Killing Floor 2 with me. That's right. Um
1: Oh man. I
0: don't know, maybe I'll make up my own uh, death metal playlist to play the entire night. Um this is <laughs> I, the the soundtrack to Killing Floor Two is fucking awesome. Um that I already like knew about Living Sacrifice and kinda liked Living Sacrifice when I was that edgy Christian kid. That mm-hmm. like all the other parents didn't want their kids hanging out with me because he listens to that devil music, but somehow it's Christian. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I already knew about Living Sacrifice, but they have a song in here called... uh, Or on Killing Floor 2 called Something More. And I'm just like, okay, this band is fucking awesome. I can fucking murder zombies (laughs) listening to Living Sacrifice. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'll probably be playing some of that. Um, So, yeah, I... I wanna give, first off, just someone who's been very awesome tonight, uh, Mr. Greenleet for being an awesome mod in the chat and doing all the mm-hmm. shout outs and putting all the links and stuff in the uh, Twitch chat. So big shout out to Mr. Green Thank you very much for all your assistance tonight. Um, he is also a, uh, a streamer, so you guys should go check him out. His link will be in the description of the episode as well. Um, other than that we appreciate all of you who listen live and if you miss any part of the show um you guys can catch the podcast on youtube google podcasts spotify apple podcast basically anywhere podcasts are found and if we're not where you want us to be let us know we want to be wherever you are um if you like what you heard please let us know we love hearing the feedback if you guys think we need to change something or um whatever else you can uh connect with us directly on twitter at ntn pod um we're also on discord you guys can let us know all your thoughts and feelings on discord or you can leave a review um a rating and review on the platform of your choice um other than that guys anything else absolutely anything else we should be talking about right now no i think we're good dude all right uh yeah, go ch- awesome go check out these guys at their uh, channels and we will see you guys next week bye bye everybody bye.
1: if you enjoyed the podcast feel free to stop on in at our individual twitch channels at twitch.tv forward slash renditions and twitch.tv forward slash drop a follow and feel free to stop on in